Welcome to the July edition of the Flight Test Safety Channel podcast. I'm your host, Art Tomasetti. As temperatures increase, we know that risk, danger, and hazards don't take a summer vacation. So stay aware, stay vigilant, and stay safe. We are starting to get some feedback and ideas for this podcast, so I want to thank those who have contacted us. If you have comments or ideas, please contact us via your podcast download site or email us at ftsc at flighttestsafety.org. This month's focus topic is the conclusion of my interview with Dr. Nancy Levison. You can find links to Dr. Levison's bio and website in the podcast description. As you recall, last month, Dr. Levison shared with us her thoughts on STAMP, Systems Theoretic Accident Modeling and Processes, and what inspired her to develop the process. We will pick up the second half of our interview with Dr. Levison talking about how her process deals with the human element in complex systems and her final thoughts on expanding our understanding of STAMP and STPA. So you mentioned areas where there's large amounts of uh, automatic or autonomous operations and, and where this benefits. But, you know, in our world of flight tests, we still have to deal with human beings in the loop. And, you know, that's sometimes in the past been the shortcoming uh, in some hazard identification methods. So how does, how does your process deal with the human element? Okay, so first of all, I don't know of any systems or many that are totally autonomous. It just depends on where you build, you draw your boundaries around the system. Um, it, there's always humans in these systems. There's always humans maintaining them. There's always humans designing them. Um, and there's usually humans controlling them. They may not be up in the aircraft, for example. They may be on the ground, but they're still controlling them. And that when, you know, 50 years ago, 40 years ago, when I started this, most, most uh, human controllers were just sort of following procedures. And now they're dealing with much more complex systems. They're really monitoring computer-based systems to a large degree, uh, and having to take over when all of a sudden the, the software isn't doing the right thing. And we still, unfortunately, um, think of humans as the cause of accidents, and that's absolutely incorrect. What's happened is we are designing systems in which human errors are inevitable, and then we blame the human or the, the human controller. So what STPA does and what TAP does, which is the other technique, uh, which wasn't uh, stressed at the workshop, but is the accident analysis, after the fact accident analysis, causal analysis technique, is it, it treats the human as an integral part of the system. Right now, what we do with most aircraft is we have the hardware and the software engineers go design the plane, and then we have a human factors engineer working separately trying to design a cockpit. But what we're doing is designing a plane that's confusing the pilots, that's not providing the information they need for situation awareness, that is causing most confusion, and they're actually causing the pilots to do the wrong thing, and then we blame it on the pilot. You can't do that. You can't design them separately. They have to be designed together. 
Um, you can't design any old thing and then teach the pilot not to be confused by it. Um, what we really need to do are techniques like SCPA, which take an integrated analysis and an integrated model of the system as a whole, and we identify and we create a design that will optimize pilot behavior. And we make sure that we don't create things that are going to be confusing, that are going to cause um, the, the pilots to do the wrong thing in an emergency situation or in any situation. Thank you very much. As a, as a former pilot and test pilot, I know that I always felt particularly worthwhile when I was brought in in the design phase of something and asked for an opinion. Uh, I, I thought that that was probably going to end up making things, or I hope that that was in, end up making things better. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have a friend who works for the FAA, and um, he worked, I'm sorry, and before that, he worked for a large flight manufacturer, and he said he was a young engineer, and um one day they told them that they had a new pilot procedure and to go take it over to this grizzled old flight, chief flight engineer at the company. And he was naive and young, didn't know any better. So uh, he went over with this new procedure and this, this old flight test engineer pulled out this long filing cabinet filled with paper and he says, those are all the procedures that you've given me, and now you want me to give another one to my pilot? Um, that's the way we used to do it. it, it is, and we still, unfortunately, too often do. We design the thing to optimize the hardware and software, and then figure we'll give everything we can't do well uh, over to the pilot. Let them handle it. Instead of designing it to make it the pilot's uh, uh, job easier and more effective. Yes, ma'am. So, well, thank you again so much for that. So I'll, uh, I'll wrap up our time here and give you the, the mic, so to speak. If there's any final comments, you know, as, as our group starts to figure out where they can go to improve their understanding of STAMP and STPA, any final thoughts that you would offer them? Sure. Um, I think this is the wave of the future, and the people who are willing to open their minds to something new um, are finding, are getting very excited about this. Uh, it, it's interesting. The system engineers and the pilots are the most excited. The people who have worked in safety engineering for a long time have a great deal of difficulty giving up what they used to do and changing the way they think about the problem. So, but we have the pilots are the most enthusiastic and system engineers are loving this because it helps them to solve problems they couldn't solve before in any other way. Um, how, how do you learn about this? Well, we have lots of things on our website. Uh, we're going to have our virtual workshop. We usually have a workshop. We had about uh, 500 people signed up this year. It was supposed to be in March uh, from 35, 40 countries, every every continent uh, that people are using this. Um, but we're going to now virtualize it, and we'll have virtual tutorials. Um, and there are other ways 
It, it doesn't take long to learn, um, but it takes a. It's mostly the problem is just changing the way you think about safety. We're so used to thinking about just make redundancy, just prevent component failures, that um, it takes a, a change in attitude. What's most surprising to me is that it's turning out to be orders of magnitude less expensive than the old techniques. Um, it's, it's, the first time may be uh, hard. The second time is much easier, and the third time costs almost nothing. And what we're, where people are finding, one large defense aerospace company um, has been using it extensively, and they found that they're, they're saving 15 to 20% on their total cost of their contract by using it instead of the standard safety techniques. And they're also also getting better results. Uh, one of the reasons for the savings is that we usually don't find the errors until late, until flight testing. Um, and that's just so expensive to fix, whereas you can do it right from the beginning. You can also use the results of the analysis to do more effective Perfect. Well, thank you again for your time. It was a pleasure talking with you today. You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed that interview with Dr. Nancy Levison and hearing her thoughts and insight on STAMP and STPA. If you missed part one, you can go to the June 2020 episode to find that. A new feature we started last month called On the Web where we highlight information you can access on the Flight Test Safety Committee's webpage, www.flighttestsafety.org. In the Resources and Links tab, you will find a section for STPA, Systems Theoretical Process Analysis. This section contains a variety of STPA resources to include a STPA tutorial by Dr. John Thomas from MIT, as well as the STPA Handbook by Dr. Levison and Dr. Thomas. This handbook is intended for those interested in using STPA on real systems and to provide direction for those starting out with STPA on a real project or to supplement other materials in a class teaching STPA. The Flight Test Safety Fact is taking a summer break this month and we'll zoom again in August. If you do not currently receive the Flight Test Safety Fact, you can go to our website, www.flighttestsafety.org, and just click on the News tab at the top of the webpage. And here is an update on what we know right now for upcoming events. As guidelines for group events continue to change and evolve, please check directly with the sponsoring organizations for the most up-to-date information. The Society of Experimental Test Pilots Annual Symposium and Banquet in Anaheim in September and the European Flight Test Safety Workshop scheduled for October in London have both been canceled. The organizers of those events are looking at options for virtual events in their place, so we will keep you updated as we find out more details. But once again, please check the organization's websites for the most current information. And that'll wrap us up for this month. Join us next month where we will talk with my friend Mark Forger Stuckey, test pilot for Virgin Galactic, 
and get his thoughts on some of the unique considerations for commercial space operations. If this is your first episode of our podcast, thank you for listening, and please go check out the other episodes you may have missed. If you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back this month. For everyone, please help us get the word out and share these podcasts with anyone you think would be interested. And finally, let us know what you want to hear about in an upcoming episode. Until next time, be safe, be smart, and be ready. So long, everyone. The Flight Test Safety Channel podcast is sponsored by Time2 Climb Training and Consulting. Motivate your team to succeed, accelerate toward your goals, and elevate to a higher level of performance. On the web at www.time2climb.com.